talked through and walked through with Braden is, look, we have to change our perspective on this. Let's not look at this as a negative thing, but let's take it for what it is and shift our perspective. So let's wake up with a different attitude. Yeah. Because we know that this is the way it is and it has to be done this way. And there's nothing any of us can do about it, but deal with it, go through it. All right. We're in here. And we are here. And what's our names? We gonna figure it out. That's the name of the show. That's the name we of know the, the name of our names. I was like, uh. <laughs> the name of the show is We Gonna Figure It Out. Yes. Uh, we're Andrew and Regina. We're in here. I feel like we should have a more form name as much as we like. What do you think people call us? Andrew and Regina. I think people call us Regina and Andrew. Regina and Andrew. You think you hear that more? Um, you I never see- hear what people call you. I think I see it typed out andrew and regina really mm-hmm. more we never get drew and gina though no nah. that's too relaxed i don't think we represent that much of a relaxedness well, you know, to people it, it's funny because like my family and friends call you drew right mm-hmm. yeah and i think a lot of people i'm not i don't care if people call you gina but it, it's uh it's <laughs> weird <laughs> it's like it don't bother me like if it don't bother you but it's also kind of like where'd that come from yeah. like you don't know me like you like you don't know us like that like <laughs> you're just gonna come out with Gina. That is hilarious. And then you are gonna shorten it to G, huh? You know. <laughs> so no, Margaret calls me G. You know, my mom calls me G. Right. A lot of people call me that, like, but they know me on a personal level. Yeah, I don't think anyone here. Oh, I think no. it's almost to the point where it's like Miss Regina sticks more than anything, mm-hmm. and I'm like, hey, that dude on the couch. Like, I don't get a name. <laughs> Like I'm just, <laughs> I'm just the dude that's always around. No, Miss Regina. That is yeah, not. for the most part. For the most, I'll be in the store and and I see your clients and I know they know me, and you you know, and it's just like and they just be like, hey, just give me the point in the gun, because <laughs> dude on the couch, dude to let me in, Miss <laughs> Regina's husband. That's it. That's it. Yeah. And I guess that's all it could, it should be. It I should. Know. I mean, we don't sit up and talk about you. So. Yeah. Yeah, y'all do. The world no. actually revolves around me. Oh, okay. So, <laughs> y'all hear that? Uh-huh. Mm. All right. So check this out. Today, we're going to talk about, uh, you know, kind of parenting in general, but definitely parenting during COVID. Uh, I should hook up the third mic and have our son sit in on this session. Hmm. <laughs> He's over there playing 2K. Yes. Which is, you know, what I think most kids are doing right now. I do too. You know, if if they're blessed to have a video game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So the first part, let's kind of explore this beyond COVID, right? Okay. And let's talk about the factor that we are now parenting or we're parents figuring out how to be parents to adults. Yes. Young adults. Yes. It was real with Nyla. Kind of, but there was a difference because mm-hmm. she's at was at a distance, yes, right? Yes. And then she got married and it was like, oh, this is real, real. Yes. And then she like showed us her apartment and everything. And it was like, oh, this is real, real, real. Yes. Like yes. you gonna have, you got a luxury vehicle and dogs. Wow, a luxury vehicle. When Our she pulled up in the luxury daughter. vehicle, I was like, what? What? 
You grown, 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 grown job. And, you know, both of them got good jobs and both of them are working hard for their degrees. And it's like, okay, okay. Now it makes me think back, like, you know, when I was making these transitions and stuff like, you know, what did my mom think? You know, like I remember her like, man, I'm just so proud. And I'm like, okay. But, you know, she was really she expressed that fact like, man, y'all have really grown up. And yeah. And. You know, I think parents struggle with that a little bit. She's doing so much. You know, here's the thing. She's doing better than I was. And that's all I've ever asked. Yeah. Because when I was at that age, I had her. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think at her age, I had her and Navon at that point. Oh, yeah. And so I was just working. I think um, at that point, I was at the, uh, we refer to it. In, in my circle of people who know my life background, the, the porn factory, you know, or, because I used to sell adult toys mm-hmm. and uh, movies. Mm-hmm. And so I was at the uh, the warehouse, <laughs> not factory. Right. But um, and that was a job. But that was also a job that at that time I, I, I viewed it as a prospective career. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I can ever say about that is God had a, a totally opposite plan for my life. Yes. But if it was up to me, I probably would be working, probably still in that industry because that industry ain't went nowhere. No. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure during COVID, it's Ooh, I don't even want it's know. probably a monster right oh now. Gosh. So um, you saw that that Amazon worker who got on who got on TV and was like, just order essentials. This other <laughs> stuff ain't essential. I'm not going to say what he said, but he was mad. He was like, that ain't essential. Yes. Stop ordering them. Yes. He and, was so upset. And you know, that was the that was the industry I worked in. Mm-hmm. And so when the vine came along, it was like I never could have pictured that I was going to ever be a parenting an adult. Like I never pictured it, those it, it two children that. It didn't, being didn't over 18. The bigger picture. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Nyla got married and so that introduces another element. And we've talked about Edward. Um, and and we and I have to always say this. Cause I always tell people I love my my uh, son-in-law mm-hmm. like a son. Yeah. But there is. And, and the reason why I say but is because I don't really know him as well as I know Navon and Brayden. But I do right. love him because I know how much my daughter loves him. Right. And it's interesting because it's like I do love him. I do like this kid. Like yeah. I love him and I like him. He's a good, but good I don't person. know him as well because the time is invested. The, dis- the, yeah. the, the distance there, you know, we, um, yeah, we hadn't had an opportunity to get to know um, him, that get well. to know him that well. Yeah. But when we do, he's just, he's a delight. He's yeah. a joy to be. And around. I, and see, you said that. And now what I'm going to say will sound facetious, but I, I actually like him because he reminds me so much of me. Mm-hmm. In the sense that he, he does, though. Yeah, I mean, he's really laid yeah. back, real chill, pretty quiet. Um, Which is, he seems like a better version of me, and that's why I feel comfortable with that. Yeah, because there's a difference between he reminds me of me, mm-hmm. and then that's like whoa, because there's this something. Because I there was something underneath my quiet that I needed to work out. Yeah, like and I'm open about that. Right, like my quiet came with some baggage. Yeah. That, that I had to work out over the years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
And I feel like I feel more pure about his quiet. And then his quiet also comes from the cultural difference also. Yes. Because we, you know, English He's is El Salvadorian. Yeah. So he, you know, and he speaks English. Well, it's his first language, yeah. but it's not like, you know, but his family, it's not. You know, so when he goes home, he's bilingual. Yes. When he's with his, his family and other people. So when he's with us, it's like, here we are just talking and speak, living life the way we live it. And there isn't a lot of cultural competency on our part. Yeah. And I feel like that's yeah. going to be important for us to learn his language, learn his culture, remember how, th- you know, and include him it really just into our culture. Think about that. Like, yeah. man, we got to do better. That's part of that's part of parenting. Mm hmm a child that's an adult yeah like that's crazy is that now you got to make concessions for this whole other person who was yeah. raised a whole nother way yeah and figure true. that out and we do that also with our son uh Navon's girlfriend mm-hmm. Same. you know like yeah. that's that's one of the more interesting uh things because she's uh filipino descent right yeah and yeah. I, I believe so and so it's like you know just being careful what you say and do and, and think, you know, yes. because like, yeah, I'm giving you this present. It's a holiday present. You may not, you know, they, 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 they don't do Christmas. Right. It's like, here's a holiday present, mm-hmm. you know? So mm-hmm. all those things, that's kind of like the more candid nature of raising uh, older children. And as Niera's, you know, still technically under age. So we're not going to put her in the category of being like the adult, but she's making decisions to be in high school. Right. Um, and she's in her senior year, so yeah. she's right on the cusp of, you know. I mean, yeah, I said making decisions to be in high school. She's making decisions to go to college. Right. And she's making decisions to go to college in the in the Northwest, potentially. Mm-hmm. But we also have to be, like, open to the idea that she may decide to say, you know, I've been talking to Northwest, but I think I might stay at home in Texas for a while. Yeah. We don't know what decision she's going to make. We're not pressuring her. But on the same token, we also are open to the idea that, Yo, if you want to just join us and be an entrepreneur, let's start you a business. Let's yeah. figure out what you're going to do. There's no pressure on you. How she views life, how she views religion, relationships, sexuality, all those things push us mm-hmm. and test us to see the world differently. Yes. And we really appreciate having her as she grows into adulthood. Yes. And she's figuring things out and she's making us see the world from a different perspective. Absolutely. Where with the first two kids... It was just kind of. They're almost like they kind of have a flow of like you kind of knew average. You you can almost predict that their life was going to go the way it's gone. Almost, Mm -hmm. almost, Mm -hmm. almost. Mm -hmm. Uh, But Niera and Mm Brayden see life different. Yeah. And test us big time when it comes to our perspectives on how we thought we were going to. We thought we were going to parent a little bit like our parents. Right. And that don't fly with them, too. No. <laughs> so they push them boundaries, don't they? I yeah. mean, and, and it, it's good. I mean, it's good. Because we're a better for it. Push. Right. Yeah. right. We're definitely better for it. So when it comes to this COVID thing, right, mm-hmm. there's two major things that well, th- there's a lot of major parts that go on with, with parenting through it for us. One of the first ones. Let's start with Navon. OK. Who's in Seattle. Yes. And parenting in seattle like why he's he's still our child in the sense that like we have to support him because he's he's a college student you know and so um but he's still making his own adult decisions like he may if it was up to us we would say you're gonna be quarantined here with us yeah 
um, your classes are online. You don't need to go back to school. But he's like, no, they're going to give us our own private rooms. I'd rather be up there. I need to be focused on my studies and Mm -hmm. I need I need my own space. Yeah. And so we as his parents had to um, grapple with that a little bit. Mm -hmm. But but in the end, say, okay. We trust that you're going to make that you're making the best decision for you. Now, please make sure you're washing your hands. Please make sure you're staying inside. Please make sure you're staying safe and all of those things. But, yeah, that was that was a little bit of a like, well, you know, so because you want to protect them. You do. And I want to protect them from so many more because, okay, this is where we open up the transparency, open it up and we embarrass a kid or two. Open it up. So for me, I not only want to protect my son from COVID. Come on with it. Say it. But KID, you know, like, you know, KIDS, you know, like kids. Like, I don't, you know, because people get emotional during like pandemics and all these things. And he's he's up there with his girlfriend. And his girlfriend's up there. And, you know, and it's so like you get, you get into this space where you're like, he's got to, you got to trust that he's going to make the, the right, right decisions, decisions. Yeah. you can't hover over him i think about me at his age already having nyla mm-hmm. on the way to having him yes. you know what i'm saying yeah. and it's like yo like he's not you mm-hmm. you raised him to try to be a better version of you right, you know and right. it's like so he's gonna make better decisions he sees and hears your struggle and i think that's one of the things that comes with the parenting relationship sometimes you have to sit back and see did I allow my child to affirm me as a parent? Mm-hmm. And hear what I'm saying on this. Mm-hmm. Once I had to sit back and allow the space for Navon to affirm me as a father before he left the nest, mm-hmm. even though it's just college. And what I mean by that is I had to ask some questions to I, I couldn't just assume whether I was a good father or a bad. Mm-hmm. I had to open up the space to let him write the essay. Luckily, he kind of affirmed me in a way through writing an essay. He did, yeah. But I also had to sit down and ask tough questions, which are very hard for people to ask. Like, Mm -hmm. hey, man, did I mess you up? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Like, what things did I do to to harm or hurt you uh, that I need you to forgive me for, you know, and to be Mm -hmm. just truthful? Common's book... um, let love let love and the album Mm -hmm. uh both speak to that Mm -hmm. you know he had a big lesson when his college age daughter called him up you know drunk one night and was like it wasn't what you did do it's what you didn't yes and he it it rocked his world and just changed his perspective on love because it was so many things that he thought was all about like him figuring it out he figured he you know he was doing what was right he was doing what was excellent and it all turned out to be just this thing of like, she was like, all those things were great, mm-hmm. but I needed this. I still needed you here. Right. And this goes to the conversation we had yesterday or, or not yesterday, but on the last show about this whole idea that sometimes in the nature of relationships, you can have some unresolved things. Yeah. And so within the parent, you know, child relationship, understand that your child's perspective on things as an adult, they it will differ from yours. Yes. Yeah. And the sooner you understand that your 12-year-old sees life different, your 10-year-old or whoever has their own unique perspective and they don't have to, nor should they 
share your perspective, you're entering into a healthy space. Yes. When you're not trying to force them to think and be and do like you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think that's the healthiest thing. And I think so for that's the only thing that eased my anxiety during this time. Mm-hmm. We want to protect him from COVID. We want to protect him and make sure he's making the best decisions. And then he, in turn, says, "Parents, I because he has to answer to four parents. Also, something <laughs> we don't we understand. Don't, yes, we don't understand that. We life. don't understand that. So it's like for me, it's like mama. I mean, like yeah, I got a daddy. Don't get me wrong. Like I, I love my pops, but it was like he wasn't there like that. Right. So for me, and my dad is. And let me say, I always have to say this." I'm not a statistic. My dad was a part of my life, but he wasn't there like that. And right. we'll have a show about that too, about, you know, talking about being the, the child of an addict. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, you know, at the end of the day, I'm used to just, what does mama feel? What does mama think? Yes. And he's like, what does big Eric think? What does daddy think? You know, what's he's got, what you know, what's me, think? Yeah, yeah, he's got four parents that he's like running ideas up against and an older sibling. And then his own thoughts, you know, yeah. and things. So, and you know, and then he has influences and, and teachers who care about him. And so yes. he's a man, you know, he's a young man with a community. So I have to trust the community even when I don't trust him. Mm-hmm. I have to trust, okay, if I drop the ball, Eric got it. Right. If if Eric drops the ball, you know, Meej got it. Mm-hmm. You know, and and hopefully that we we keep him surrounded and and, and it's but it's hard to let go. Right. And be at a distance. And now I really, I empathize and it makes me call my mother more. Yeah. Because now I recognize what my mom's going through. Yeah. Like I recognize what Miss Brenda's going through. Mm-hmm. Like you, you was grown, grown when you left. Yeah. And it's and, still a struggle. And she's still like, well, why come you ain't home? Yes. <laughs> you know, more often. Yes. And it's like, I got a whole business, mama. I live 2000 miles away, okay. but why come you ain't home? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like. Yeah, I don't know. Like my mom was like, you know, I was like, Mama, you know, I just got off this plane. I can't touch you. Mm-hmm. I love you. I want to hug you. I want to kiss you. But I just got off this plane. It would kill me if I killed you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, you know, she has she heart says, and lung issues. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, Mama, no, I can't. By the time I left the funeral, after I got done preaching and everything, she was like, here, you know, she just she smothered me with a hug. And it was, was like, like well, you're going to get this hug. I, yeah. Hey. <laughs> But so I understand what she goes through now. Mm-hmm. But um, I think, you know, navigating through having him in a different space during COVID was difficult. Now, here's the big part for us. Here's Let's the talk big about homeschooling, because we are not like you read an article. I think they said this the other day. They're like, we're not technically homeschoolers. Right. It's crisis schoolers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, because this is something that was thrust upon us. This was a, you know, this wasn't something that was planned. It wasn't, we didn't have time to prepare. You know, it was more so like this is happening. And now school is out for the remainder of the year. So the thing that I'm trying to um, talk through and walk through with Brayden is, look, we have to change our perspective on this. Let's not look at this as a negative thing, but let's take it for what it is and shift our perspective. So let's wake up with a different attitude Yeah. because we know that this is the way it is and it has to be done this way. And there's nothing any of us can do about it, but deal with it, go through it. And so just trying to navigate that has not been the easiest thing because this was, 
something that Brayden was already totally against was homeschooling. Yeah. And, and for it to happen, you know, yeah. he fought to stay in school because we had had plans and thoughts to homeschool him initially because of what we were seeing. But he fought against that and we allowed him to make the decision on that. And so now that it has come to this place where it's like, Nope, this is your reality. This is what it's going to be. Now we all have to navigate that and walk through that. And we have to do it very carefully because we don't want to induce trauma. And it's real easy to do that. I think the yeah. other day I, I was sharing this on This Life Matters was that um, I found myself at a space of frustration where I was like, oh, boundary time. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know what? I was like, I just I'll go do the food pantry by myself. Right. Like I have to separate myself from this situation mm -hmm. and take the more mature perspective because it was I, I, I like that's what was in all reality. That's mm -hmm. what was going through my mind. He's not seeing it my way. Why come he's not doing it? My, 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 I, I, I. And it right. was just like, that's when it's like when those alerts start going off in your head. It's just like, yo, this is not. You know, and G I was saying, I shared this on this like man, and Gigi's response was like, "Yeah," and and you know how she always with that Southern twang puts mm -hmm. a, it makes it so simple. She was like, "And it's not your schoolwork; it's his." Right. <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." And and the and the and the fact of the matter is, these kids have really lost a lot. Yeah. The rest of their school year is taken away from them. Their friends are taken away yeah. from them. They they can't link up and hang out or do anything. They have to find creative and 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 different ways to. Uh, communicate they are thrust into this homeschool where they're at home all day long and for us we're not essential workers so we're both at home and he's at home and it's like school was probably a place to escape a little bit you know and and have just some um braiding time yeah i think you know so that's the factor of parenting outside of the schoolwork thing, too. It's mm -hmm. like, yo, we got to be responsible to keep a clock. Why? Because life will at some point get back on a schedule. Mm -hmm. And it's the responsible thing to do. Yes. But it's a check. It's an inward check. Me and you have struggled with keeping as entrepreneurs. We have struggled with keeping a proper clock, so mm -hmm. to speak, mm -hmm. because me and you will look at our calendars and be like, well, I ain't got a client till 10. So I'm going to stay in bed until my podcast is already done. <laughs> you know, it's already uploaded and then we'll be, you know, well, let's watch one more. How I met your mother. Or let's watch one more killing Eve or whatever our night show is. Show is right. We'll move around and watch, you know, half of this is us, you know, half a season of this is us <laughs> or Grey's anatomy and just stay up till one o'clock, maybe two o'clock in the morning and then get back up at six yes. or get back up at eight yes. and just really bad habits. Mm -hmm. And then when you realize that even if we're not like telling Brayden, hey, man, this is what you do. You teach your child through your actions. Exactly. exactly. And, you know, I think that that's one of the things that we have to do is just like, how do we get back into a healthy space? Because even this first few weeks of parenting. We're talking about parenting, but on a personal level, just coping. I feel like I've taken the first coping few weeks COVID. off of mm -hmm. COVID mm -hmm. of just saying, okay, this is long haul. Yeah. So I know it's long haul. Let me not try. Cause here's what I do. I try to fix the wheel mm -hmm. before it's even broken. Mm -hmm. So 
if I know we're going to be in this in the long haul, I'm like, let's set up a schedule. Let's do this. Let's do that. This I, I came into COVID backwards because I knew it was going to get like this when I was in that Detroit airport and it was nobody in it. Mm hmm. And then when I, cause I had to get through there several airports just to get home mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, or had several flights canceled every airport I went into in order to get home after that, after my cousin's funeral, it really clicked in with me. Oh, stuff is real. Yeah. And not only is it real, we're going to be inside for a while. Yes. And because of that, I really kind of went, not, I won't say vacation mode, but I just was like, man, we're going to have to be relaxed. Like we're gonna have to ration and we're gonna have to, but and and so when it comes to the parenting part of it, it's like, okay, man, I gotta take the time and be patient and be willing to walk away. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, you can give you you can put trauma onto your children. Mm -hmm. And some people may not think that this is the proper term, and it may not be, but I I think if you lose a way of life without warning. Yeah, that is true. You can't say goodbye to your teachers, your boys, your friends. You know, like the last time one of Braden's friends came on was like, let's go kick it. It was like, yeah, man, we social distancing now. Right. And that was probably going to be one of the last times he could have went out and kicked it. Mm -hmm. And he could have said goodbye. But the truth of the matter is that could have also been a time he could have contracted COVID. Exactly. So it's like, we got to take the, we got to take it for what it is. And we, we had to be responsible. Right. Um, now all isn't lost because we do live in a technology age mm -hmm. and friends get to learning how to zoom and learning how to do all the, the things that come along with the technology that right. they have. And I think that that's a uh, part of the journey. Mm hmm. So we can't, it's not like when, if it would have happened for us because they do have a little bit more. Than yes, what we that have. is so true. We would have had to do snail mail, you know what I'm saying? Right. And wait for a person to write back and then send it and yeah. you know, all of that. But they have um, technology and video and, 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 and video games that they can play together with and all of these things. And so that's the beautiful part about this is because there are ways to stay connected easily yeah. you know more easily and so um they do have that going for them but it's still you know it's yeah. still an adjustment it's still something I, to um not take lightly yeah so the last thing when it comes to parenting during covid for us and, and these aren't like tips this is just us talking through our stuff yes. all right so i and i mentioned this uh a couple episodes back i cried Looking at our daughter, like the Irving School District put together a compilation of all the different graduates. Yeah. And it was just it it broke me down because these kids may not get a chance to walk across the stage. Right. Right. And I think, you know, you would express like you don't want this for, for Niera and you name personal reasons. Like you just you want stuff to happen for her. Mm -hmm. And I and I agree with you in on that. Like I feel that same way too. I think I also along with you feel like that it's just like you want that moment of yeah, completion of yes, a journey for them. Yes. And I, I wonder so looking forward to the I, graduation. And, you know, we had journeys graduation or, you know, and we have all these other kids that we're like proud of and we want to see them go to the next level. I think I'm concerned and I wonder what it's going to mean for people going to the next level who didn't get the ceremony, who didn't get the, 
the accolade, you know, the, right. the, the, is the that pat a on trauma the back. inducing thing? You know what I mean? Because people work hard for those moments to receive that, that little space of gratitude or that little space of recognition, you know? Um, yeah. And even if not a trauma, like it, it's definitely going to have a mental, uh, an effect on their mental, you know, like, yeah. well being, like, I, I, cause we all compare. And, and, but I, I think I was thinking even more so like, with my niece, Journey, or our niece, I shouldn't say our mine, but but with Journey, she didn't, they made it to the championship. She's, right. she's a basketball player. She They made it to the state championship, yeah. and they did not get to play. That crushed her because she was so looking for, they were looking forward you to never that know. You'll never know. And you'll never know who wins that game. You'll never, you know, and so she was looking forward to that before going off to college. And, you know, I even think about the the um, the young player at Oregon, uh, uh, Oregon University, who, you know, he's going to the WNBA now. And I was and she was going to be breaking records. And yes, this was a year that they thought they were going to bust through the tournament. Exactly. And yeah, it's so many what ifs that are going to be out there for the college athletes, for Mm -hmm. the high school athletes Mm -hmm. and for the children who have dedicated their life to one thing. And now that way of life is now potentially gone. Stripped. Yeah. Um, And so that's a lot that they're dealing with and a lot of stress that they're going through. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and so our daughter being kind of involved in that mix, it it hurts a lot, but Mm -hmm. we know that she's strong and she's resilient and she's representative of what this generation is, is the best of Absolutely. what it is and Absolutely. so we believe that um before we close out we just want to say you know we've done a couple of shows and um we do want to point out that like you know we 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 have friends and family that we know that that have lost people to COVID, and we yes. just we do want to just real quickly because we got like one minute so we want to just say a, a, a brief prayer you know for people uh, before we get out you want to pray yeah all right, all right. Lord, I just thank you for um, just this time, just this time to acknowledge you and to know that you are still on the throne and that you are still a good God and that we serve a good God. Lord, I just ask right now for the families who have been affected by COVID-19 that you just wrap your arms around them. And even though they, you know, a lot of the family members are passing away by themselves and they don't have that last, uh, moment with their loved ones lord i know that you are their ultimate loved one that you are the one who is surrounding them even in 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 their uh, time of passing lord and i just thank you for that i thank you for those who know you in this time and, and is able to lean on you in their final moments lord but i just ask that you just uh just take this heal the earth heal the land heal the people and 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 I just cast out this this disease, this virus that is uh, running rampant through the country and through the world and just on a global level. But, Lord, I ask that you continue to show us yourself during this time. Continue to show us who you are. Continue to pull us together. Lord, as we draw close to you, continue to draw close to us. And so, Lord, we just thank you for who you are because you are mighty. You are alpha. You are omega. Nothing is too hard for you. Nothing is too big for you. Nothing is a surprise to you. And so, Lord, we just thank you for just being God and 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 being God alone. And just continue to protect us, keep us safe from any hurt, harm, or danger. And, Lord, we just thank you and we give you all the praise in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Amen. And, you know, we love you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. And we really definitely want to say, like, be patient, parents. Everyone that's out there with children, uh, everyone who's out there with parents right now, and you feel like you've been thrust into a caregiver position, yes. please be patient and reach out for help every way that you can. Yes. All right. Well, walk that, away. Yep. <laughs> walk away. <laughs> All right. We love you guys. Thank you.